every Christmas Eve, my brother would go to bed at half past six. He would say goodnight right in the middle of Skim Sum. And my mom and I would be looking at him like, oh. and then? The only reason why he's doing it is because he wants Christmas to come sooner. He is 27, my guy. 27. The combination meal, inspired by seven colors, there's something for everyone. Nando's, fire it up. Cliffcentral.com. What up, beautiful people? This is Kim Jade, and you are listening to the Unplugged Radio Show. Yeah, they say the journey of a thousand miles starts with just one step. And then you have to take another. I heard once that uh, successful people leave tracks, you know, or maybe rather success leaves tracks. That you, if you want to be great in life, you have to find someone that is really successful in something. And then start following their tracks. You need to track back where they started and where they are right now. And start where they started and then just take one step at a time to get it there where they are right now. Before I started this podcast, I had a friend say to me, Hey, Weza, the guy who blew up overnight. And I thought in my mind, that's not true. <laughs> it's no way near true. You see... I, I know how it happened because I was there. But for someone else who was occupied with their own lives, and then when they look at your life every now and again, the first time they looked, well, you were standing right here. A month later, you took about 10 steps, but you were still kind of right here because it's only 10 steps. A year later, maybe you had taken about 100 steps. Mara kinda, they can see you, nyana. They only looked up like once or twice a year to see where you are because everyone is so preoccupied with their lives. And then... When they looked again, you were gone, far, far gone. <laughs> and that's pretty much how these type of things happen. If you want to get where you want to be, start with one step, even if it looks very insignificant at that particular time. And then, after a while, take another. My name is Weza Matomane. Welcome to the Unplugged Radio Show. It's time for it, ladies and gentlemen. It's uh, 2018. Welcome to it, guys. Welcome to the best time of your life. 2018, baby. I don't call it the best year. I don't call it the best month. I call it the best life of your life. This is it, guys. You're in the best life of your life right now. Welcome to 2018. I'm feeling excited. I'm feeling pumped up. I'm feeling ready. In fact, I'm always ready. Ever ready. They should just call my name. You know, always that guy. Let's just call myself ever ready. Ready. Ready to rock and roll. Ready for yet again another year. Ready to be a champion in my own life. You know, that's pretty much what you need to be doing with yours. That's that's the focus. That's what you need to be doing every single time. Just be that person that you want uh, I mean that, that you really want to become. There's nothing actually standing in your way except your own doubts, your own inner conversation. And uh, we're going to be having a chat with some guys right here that have really made great moves in their lives. It might not have always started off easy. In fact, maybe they're not even where they want to be yet because they have a master plan. That's what I want to uh, encourage from you right now. I, we're going to learn from uh, Terrence K. He's uh, an amazing rapper. He talks about having a master plan in life. And that's pretty much what you got to do. Sometimes around you, you don't have the resources to be where other people got to that quickly. 
You have to take what you have where you where you are and just keep on moving. Just keep on constructing until you get there. And that's pretty much what he's going to get into. You know, then there's people who are out there who want to be the next big thing. You want to be the next black coffee. But you know what? It's not always that easy. And we're going to have a chat to Deck Burner. He's going to tell us about how, you know, you start off where you have to start off. Uh, you greet one person. He's going to help introduce you to another. And then this, then that, then that. Then eventually your master plan can start to come together. But all of this means that you have to start with the master plan. And that's pretty much what we're going to get into right here. Just having a master plan for your life. In fact, uh, I'm hoping that you are as ready as I am, as amped as I am to have this amazing discussion. It's the Unplugged and In Charge show. This is it on cliffcentral.com. It's the shortest hour of the week. And thank you very much for tuning in and listening in to us uh, right here today. All right, cool. Let's not even waste any more time. I, I need to greet some people that haven't been here for, it almost feels like a year. Small Koozie, how you doing, sir? I'm doing great, my brother. How are you? Yeah, man, everything's good on this side, man. Haven't seen you in a minute. Yeah, man, it's been. We haven't seen each other over the festive season, but yeah, um, yeah, we're back at it again. Who sends any this festive season? Hey, man, I've been working. Unfortunately, I haven't been able to have a, a proper break. Yeah, but I'm hoping, obviously, um, next month. I okay, why okay? No, I haven't. You didn't go home. No, I didn't. So you didn't get grandma's chicken, nothing. You no. know those hard body chickens. Nah. You know why they call it a hard body chicken? Why? Because it's hard to eat that thing. It's like it's resisting. <laughs> <laughs> the hard body baba was sponsored by Toyota chickens. Yeah. It's crazy. But anyway, um, so festive season, you said it was good. You 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 were working. That means you have money right now. You can say so, yeah. Oh, mm, when uh? <laughs> I try. <laughs> That's good. Actually, you shouldn't be shy to say you have money if you have money. There's nothing wrong with having money. You know, mm-hmm. people have this whole thing of, uh, no, I don't have money. It's like you so you, you want to shrink yourself to fit in. No, don't shrink yourself, man. You need to be around people who can allow you to be who you want to be or be as big as you want to be. There's nothing wrong with having money. In fact, that idea of, I know I don't have money, makes it a reality. And then you end up not having money as, as you say that you don't have money yeah. all the time. So yeah, it's actually a and, good thing. And also it depends how you actually understand that. Because if yeah. you say you have money, you have ah. money. It's not it doesn't mean that you're saying you're rich. And it doesn't mean that you're evil. You know, you know sometimes when you say I have money, it's like ah you're so selfish. <laughs> you know, why why you think so much of yourself? It, it doesn't have to mean that. It just sure. means yeah, I have got some money for my needs. Exactly. I'm 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 okay. I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, you're okay. I'm all right. That's good, man. Sure. All right, cool. What what new can you tell me, man? Is there something hot and happening out there? Yes, surely. I'm going to share something which is pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, there's a, a guy that's actually making um, good waves in the, in the comedy industry. His name is Loiso Matinga, mm. uh, and he's become um, the Daily Show's African correspondent. Wow, man. That uh, is big. Yeah, it's something that we're actually celebrating um, currently. And Do you understand that that is like international? It is. But he, I, I, I don't even know if South Africans knew him before this announcement. Yeah, man, and and it says that actually what I have here, he's been handpicked to mm. become the first ever daily um, show African correspondent in order wow. to give each country a chance to show off their stable geniuses. Wow, so he's going to be traveling around exactly. the African continent. Exactly, it's amazing, man, yep. amazing. I I applaud 
uh, Trevor and his team for coming back to South Africa to find that other person. You know, it's so nice to sometimes shine alone. And then everyone, when they think South Africa, they only think Trevor. Yeah. And now he's just saying, no, man, it, it's not about that. Let's increase, you know, let, let's, um, you know, uh, broaden the, the ecosystem. Let's introduce more guys, even unknown guys. You know, exactly. he could have, he could have decided to go and get, uh, another person as famous as he was in South Africa yeah. and say, no, pick this guy. But he decided, no, let me take a young guy so that he can, you know, um, be part of the next wave of comedians in the country. And I think that that type of stuff gives hope to the, the, the young hustlers who are saying, hey, man, maybe I should get into that industry. And I think that's pretty much what we want. We want to open up the industry in many ways. Most definitely. I mean, another person that we can actually uh, note that's doing well in the comedy industry is Luis Ogola. Yeah. Because he's actually doing making some great moves in the UK. Yeah. But uh, notably, one the last person that I want to mention right now that's actually doing well is um, uh, Mr. Rabada. The the, yeah. the South African uh, Protea fast bowler He's number one in the ranks In terms of t- test cricket um, After they beat um, um, India yeah. Yes They were playing the other day Which is mm. actually something That if you go to social media You will see that He's being celebrated By a lot of people Even uh, politicians wow. uh, Everyone is giving him A round of applause And he's only 22 years old Exactly Imagine You're 22 years old You're young You're black You know what I I, th- I thought of Immediately was the The quota system You know When, when I was playing sports it was always one of those things where Afrikaans kids would think, Yama Yaisakuta. You know, it's like, yeah, you black, you 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 good, but I'm sure there's a white kid who would have been better than you, and you only here because some white kid didn't get a chance to play here because they needed more black players. That's why you here. Mm-hmm. But now, if he was a quota player, why is he the best in the world, better than India? You, I mean, you know, um, uh, in England and Australia, he's the best in the world. There's no quota system there. So I think that quota system should not be used as a brush that is brushed over all people of, of color. Just because you're black means that there's someone who, uh, you know, who was taken away so you can be there. I think he's really, um, you know, shun the lo- I mean, shined the, the light in that regard. Just to make sure that you know uh, a, a lot of a lot more young people think, hey man, I can I can be the best in the world. I don't even just have to be the best in my chart. I can yeah, be the man. best in the world. That's amazing. Yep, of course. I mean, he's a great example from the the the, the policy that they put it with cricket South Africa. Yeah. Obviously, trying to push uh, young black South Africans to do well in the sport. So I think it came at the right time, and I think Akhisar Rabada is a very great example of that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Well, uh, that's that's pretty much it uh, when it comes to the uh, amazing hustlers of the world. Now it's time to just uh, refocus on the hustlers that I have right here in front of me. And uh, we're going to start off with... Uh, hmm. These guys, uh, you know what? We'll we'll have a chat with both of them more or less at the same time. But um, but what I'd like to put on the table first is just something I saw over the December period. So there's this um, Facebook post that went, you know, that went uh, pretty viral. There's this g- kid who uh, had like a lot of booze in front of him. Uh, he had bought, you know, uh, you know, maybe like six cases of of beers you know like maybe hunter's gold or whatever and then you know also like some sky vodka and and also like a bottle of of jc or something like that he looked like he's ready to ball you know and then right behind him is his crib and it's a shack uh and the shack is open and he's wearing uzi and he's got a, a studio 88 
plastic bag that's got probably some nice clothes inside. And I mean, my question was, um, do we live for the moment or do we prioritize? You know what? What's important? And obviously, you'd get people that say, yeah, no, prioritize, prioritize. Then you also get the people who had the backlash of saying 600 bucks or 700 bucks or whatever amount it was, was never going to build him a house. You know, stuff you guys, let the guy live, let the guy enjoy his money, you know. Mm-hmm. And that, that, that right there is a bit of a, an interesting dilemma because now... You know, w- w- which one is it? Uh, isn't that the same guy who's going to come back? He didn't just spend 600 bucks. I mean, the, the T-shirts and the clothes that he had. Um, and who knows? Maybe that was just for that weekend. He's, he's also bought something for the 16th and then for the, you know, for the end of the year party and that type of stuff. And uh, it means that he, he probably balled with some good money. Now, isn't he the same guy that's going to come back in January and say, fees must fall, I need registration money, um, retweet for awareness, you know? <laughs> isn't, he, you know isn't he the same guy that's going to, you know, um, want, want that, that money for transport because, you know, he, the only reason he didn't get the job is because he couldn't attend the last interview because he needed 50 bucks for the taxi. And now the story sounds sad, but... You know, just now he failed to prioritize in certain ways. And sometimes our priorities are skewed, whether it is, um, you know, financial or whether it is time bound. We, we use our resources, whether our resources money or our resources time. Sometimes we invested in the wrong places. Uh, I had a chat with someone who said that, uh, you know, I, I, no, I was giving a talk, in fact, and people were asking me, geez, man, how did you manage to carve out this uh, entertainment career amongst studies because we all students and we feel like there's no time then i asked them some simple questions so um hey who watches prison break ah hands went up who watches narcos hey hands went up who watches uh um you know you, you can start naming all these popular series game of thrones and this and that and that and the other and some people pick their hand up for all of these series and i said how many seasons you on ah, i'm on season six i'm on season seven ah, i've watched all of them you know okay season five here season six there season ten there now let's say how how much well, like, well, how much time is one episode? Well, almost an hour, forty-five minutes, an hour, thirty minutes sometimes. Now multiply the amount of series you watch, uh, multiply per episode, and then the amount of um, you know the amount of seasons, and see how many hours have you invested in just chilling in front of a TV. And now think someone else took that the, that same time. That it was your chilling time and they went in a studio in front of a mic or they just tried to audition for something or they tried to write a website and try to promote themselves, try to attend things and try to push another career, push their dream. And I guess sometimes that, uh, we, we, you know, we fail to prioritize. Where do we put our money? Where do we put our time as young people? And then we wonder why some people make it sooner than what we expected. That's leads me to Terrence Okay, Terrence. Funny enough, uh, <laughs> hey, shout out to everyone out there. Yeah. Funny enough is uh, when my first song actually got played on MTV. Yeah. I didn't even own a TV to see it. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> you had to go to a friend's place to go watch your own song. Not even people like send me snaps of them wow. watching the song on yeah. TV, and I was like, wow, okay. That's one of the things I guess I prioritized in having a studio over a TV. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So now let, let's actually just chat about everything that you you prioritize, Terence, because um, your life didn't really just start there by you having a studio. Mm. Um, there was a point in time you came from Pumalanga, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Arrived in South Africa. Uh, <laughs> 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 I mean, you arrive in Gauteng and yeah. you're saying, you know, I want to be a rapper. Yeah. But you realize, Ish, I don't have money to go and pay studio time and pay someone beats. Uh, pay, pay for the beats and, and all that type of stuff yeah. And pay for mastering So I have to start with something else yeah, You needed definitely. to And then what was that something for you? Uh, for me In the beginning Okay, before I even discovered what it is I wanted to do mm. You know you need a job You know, everyone starts somewhere yeah. I also was once a bartender A cleaner you know, yeah, uh, that was just a you were a bartender yeah. and then a cleaner. Yeah, I started uh-huh. as a cleaner in a club uh-huh. to fill in a position for a bartender, basically. Yeah, wow, this is like back 2008, 2007. Yeah, uh, that was just to sustain myself to figure out what's the next move when I got here, and then, um, being fortunate to be talented in terms of art. And music I actually managed to get into tattooing Which wasn't also easy Yeah You had to start off as a As a cleaner Also mm. there You know So you You have to be able to swallow your pride And do what's necessary To get where you are Where you want to be In fact you know? Wow Wow So yeah That's how it started And it wasn't easy Getting into the tattooing industry Yeah But it took Almost a year To get into To, to finish my apprenticeship And then from there, I didn't lose the focus of what really I wanted to do, which was the music. So wow. from earning the little peanuts I got from being a cleaner to becoming a tattoo artist, I managed to use that money to buy a mic instead of a TV, you know, wow. for example, you know, yeah. buy the mic first, prioritize, then get an audio interface. Started off with a mix as a cheap one, you know, yeah. but you need the practice to be as good as you want to be mm. You know You need to polish all the time So Yeah For me it wasn't always easy It started off like that Sucks How many years did it take From being a cleaner To just being a tattoo artist That is now actually tattooing on people Instead of you know Just cleaning around people Who do that stuff Yeah uh, Took care when I got to the city, it took about three years to even know what an apprenticeship is. Yo! <laughs> to even know about it, how you get into that. Yeah. Yeah, so now it's been almost 10 years that, that I've been in the city. Yeah. Um, and yeah, man, hey, it's if you really want it, bro. <laughs> yeah, you gotta really, really want you gotta, it. No matter how hard it is, if you really want it, mm. it's possible. Wow. No matter how hard it is, if you really want it, it's possible. Yeah. That's great, man. So, I mean, now here you are um, and you decide, okay, cool. Uh, Now I've learned how to tattoo. But at the same time, you were not making enough as a as as a tattoo artist working for a certain company. You had to even make your own tattoo business in a way. Um, That that came about when the shop that I worked for closed. Oh, the shop closed. Okay. So now... You get challenges like being unemployed. Now the shop mm. closes down. You need to pay rent still. You need to pursue the dream you've been pursuing. Yeah. So you need to have the will to carry on even when others are not willing to carry on with you. Mm. So that made me actually want an award to be an, a tattoo artist. And I want an award to be, in my first year in fact, wow. I won an award in Gauteng region for second best black and gray. And that actually gave me more credentials in terms of being a tattoo artist. That's also part of 
improving yourself Yeah So when I got that credential Now I'm allowed to tattoo In almost any tattoo shop in the country Because mm. I'm a qualified artist now Yeah That is just the one part of me Now I'm focusing more on the music You check Yeah That's why the music's out there in radio People are loving it mm. So yeah man It's an ongoing struggle It's amazing because um, You know this was all still part of a master plan. It's part of the plan. You know, you 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 know where you wanna go, but you know you gotta go through these other hoops because that's all you got. Like you had to look inside of you and say, What did I come with? I came with a bit of an eye for for art. Let me use that in some way to try and make sure that I could uh, earn a living and still be here. I don't wanna be sent back to you know back home yes. Because opportunities are here But I need something to keep me going Until I can do what I really came here for real, And then real. you realize that Shucks that boat is sinking How do I build another boat While I still try to make that dream come true And then you needed to say Let me get an award Let me do something yeah. uh, And you had to work hard I mean an award is not like something You just go and you buy an award exactly. Like you, you know you can't just go and say Hey um Here's a 50 rand. Uh, can you just give me that award so that someone can actually recognize me? And even like once you won the award, <laughs> even once you've won the award, you still have to go and, uh, um, and advertise yourself. Put yes. yourself out there. Try and try again until someone takes you seriously. You needed to practice every single day. Now you're not only practicing music, you have to practice this other thing that is your bridge to the music. Yes. And I, I've, I mean, I've been to your place. I've seen you practice just, um, practicing the tattoo type of, you know, yeah. craft as well. You have tattoos on your arm. Yeah. Tell me about those. Oh my. These. Um, so what happened is, at one point, uh, looking to be a tattoo artist, yeah. like the tattoo community didn't know me. Yeah. It's very unfortunate that, that nowadays you get a job through knowing someone. It's, it's quite much easier that way. Mm. So when I wasn't accepted in the tattoo industry, I had to actually find a way to learn, still pursue what I wanted. I couldn't say, no, I'm going to sit. No one's teaching me. Mm. So I went on and bought a machine Started tattooing myself To wow. to have a feel of what I'm trying to get into How, But it, it was more for me to understand The techniques of how deep to go into skin how, mm. how to get the soft shades and all that So I actually had to practice on myself I couldn't Jeez. afford pig skin or anything like that To just yeah. practice And luckily I didn't make a bad <laughs> <laughs> Bad tattoo at all for a full arm, you know. It, yeah, it looks decent. The the line works are not swollen; they flat, you know. Yeah. it's not the best of what industry standards are right now. But that's where I started. Now, if you look at my work, I mean, half of the artists in the country can't compare with. You know? mm. It's amazing that that's the type of sacrifice you went through, um, <laughs> which is crazy, actually, if you think about it. You. Knew that you wanted to do this music thing And um, you wanted it badly You needed to afford Mics and studio time and all these Things and you knew that all right, right now I don't have that money I only have a little Bit of money but instead of using this Little bit of money to turn up while I still wait For the big money yep. that's not how it happens You take the little money you buy What little money can buy yep. you use that 
as a prop to get 100%. to the next level. So you went and got what little money could buy, which was, uh, you know, something to tattoo with. Yep. You practiced on yourself until someone said, hey, those are dope tattoos. You're like, hey, because I'm a tattoo artist. And yeah. people are like, hey, you're a tattoo artist. Yeah, I can do yours. And then because you knew you had that skill that God gave you, you could use that to feed yourself while you're still going where you want to go. 100%. Eventually, I mean, it's the craziest sacrifice to have to tattoo on yourself to practice because you can't afford to practice on someone else. Yeah. And you also can't afford some pigskin. And uh, you've done enough drawing. You need to actually tattoo on a person to, to get it right. 100%. Are you left hand? Are you right handed? Right handed. That's yeah. why the tattoos are only on, on this arm. Hand, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing, man. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, now you have enough money accumulated thanks to the tattoo business. You yeah. could start a little studio. Actually, I'm actually working with a big team of mine. Yeah. Um, it's actually my boss's shop, uh, yeah. called Decorderly. Mm. They're a very big supportive team. We've been working together. That's our tattoo industry. One of the most leading tattoo artists in the country. Yeah. With over 40,000 reach of followers on Instagram. Mm. Check them out at Decorderly. Uh, what an amazing team, bro, to work mm. for. I can't, I, can't, I yeah. can't say more than that. It's a very amazing team. And the, the and that hustle helped fund your other hustle. Yeah, actually, the tattooing funded everything, bro. Anything I can dream about, bro. Mm. Tattooing can make it happen. But with sacrifices, I, yeah. I still don't have a TV, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh. It's, it's, it's things like that. Yeah, I can buy a TV, but a TV is not going to record my song. You know, someone, it's a priority someone, thing. You know, someone once said that uh, um, a television is an income de- um, suppressant. It's almost like, you know, how you could take a pill that could suppress a certain... Yeah, uh, thing that you're feeling or a craving. Yeah. So if you want to suppress your income, watch a lot of TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a crazy way to think about it. So well done for not having a TV. Maybe that's why you have enough time on your hands to do other things. Yeah. Very true. Very okay. True. Cool. Okay. So, uh, but it's amazing, man. And that you you teaching us something now. You teaching us about um, priority. You know about. Um, putting money aside and saving and yeah. having a master plan and, and, you know, working towards what you want to get in life, yeah. which is amazing. Yeah. So now you have a big hit single out. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's on charts. It's doing well. Uh, I, the first time I heard it, I, I was I like blown away. Yeah, I texted like, you immediately. I was like, this is- what this is, is this? Yes, you know, I remember. <laughs> and I heard first the music before I saw the music video, but the music video also looks pretty clean. Thank uh, you, from, thank you. from what I saw on the, on the Instagram, it looked fantastic. And then now it's not only on Instagram, now it's on TV, it's on radios across as well. And that's just amazing, man. Wow. Tell us about the song. Tell us about, you know, what inspired it and, and, and really what, what, how you feel about the whole journey. Yeah. Um, basically my new single dream, um, it says it all Dream You know It's very important As you said earlier on What you say with your mouth Yeah If you say I don't have money You attract that Yeah If you say I can dream and be anything You attract that You put it out into the universe Yeah So There's certain laws in life You can't change Universal laws You can't change You can't cheat them mm. They're not like human rules So You get what you give Yeah So if you can learn to give What you want to get you halfway there So the song was inspired by that That anything I put my mind on Can be acquired mm. I didn't You 
Whoa, whoa, whoa! You can't just go bypass that like you just didn't say nothing. You, you, you've been dropping bars today. I just had to tell you that first and <laughs> foremost. <laughs> I hope someone who's listening has got a pen. And normally, the type of listeners that we got are people who listen and then they have a notepad with them, you know, to yeah. try and get some of the bars so that they can use them to fuel their lives as well. Yeah. You said something interesting, which is actually really counterintuitive, but it's so important. I don't even know if you. Understood the power of what you just said because it was pretty significant. You said you need to give what you want to get. Yes. Which is crazy because if I want money, I can't give money. But actually, you saying no, give more of it and you will receive more of it. Give more of that thought, that abundance thought, and you will receive more abundance into your life as well. Give more of that, which is actually something pretty profound. Okay, cool. Carry on, sir. So that's what the song was really based on. Yeah. You've got no excuses mm. It's only how much you want it so, yeah. And also trying to make it relevant With the sound, everything So that song really encourages Anybody from any corner of the world That you've got no excuse but to yeah. Acquire whatever you desire Yeah, Absolutely amazing and Yeah, That song's doing quite well I was actually impressed myself mm. yeah, I'm very, like for first single out there That big yeah. yeah, great stuff. We're gonna hear a snippet of the song right now, and then we're gonna come right back. This is CliffCentral.com Yeah man You just gotta hear it right there Absolutely, absolutely amazing It's Dream by Terence K So thank you very much for that man Wow, some really cool bars And of course some really, really good tunes as well Thank you, thank you Yeah, come closer to the mic man Don't be too shy Don't be too shy So that's the song right there man Yeah, absolutely amazing Where did you record that? Funny enough in my room, huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think you were there when I started building yeah, this Yeah, I, I, I remember. We did yeah. that song together actually uh-huh. called Ghetto Boy. Hey? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Check it yeah. out. It's on channel uh, it's on YouTube that song oh, we did pretty together. Cool. It's out there also. Wow. With a video, it's just that it never got the the eye it needed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No man, but that's, that's how how these things happen sometimes. You mm. you release something. And uh, it doesn't get that eye, but the next thing gets it. And then because of the hype of this one, yeah. people start backtracking to see what else have you done. True. And that's where, you know, all your stuff can now start getting publicity. I, I think that's the case with Drake. It's the case with many artists. Awesome. Yeah. And that's the type of stuff you can look forward to as well. But you say you recorded this song that's now playing out there and it's, you know, it's, uh, uh, um, you know, it's seen on many different platforms and you recorded it in your bedroom. Yeah. Exactly. That's hustle right there. Yeah. Instead of thinking, you you know, it's not about what you think you need. Sometimes you just got to make plans with what you have right there and, and just start and just start. Yeah, you have but to you, start. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well done, Terrence. Thank you very much, Chad. Yeah. Oh. That's the way, man. Shucks. Where are my applause at? I normally have applause sound effects right here for people who've done great things. So let's just give this man a round of applause. Absolutely fantastic. We've got time for hustlers out here. We've got time for people who are doing things, people who step out into the world and just try to be great because that's actually all you have to do is just take that first step, take another. That's the journey of a thousand miles, man. And 
We've got time for people like that. So we got time for people like Terrence K. We also got time for people like Deck Burner. Oh, yeah. Deck Burner, how you yeah. doing, sir? I'm good and you, brother. Absolutely fantastic. Sure, sure. Thanks for having me, man. Great stuff, brother. So so we we still talking hustle. We're talking about, you know, people who are really trying to um, do big things out there. Right. And, uh, and you, you're one of those people. I try my best, brother. Yeah. <laughs> tell is. me, tell me where, where did your journey start? Well, I, I think I would say 2007. Yeah. But before that, I'd always, you know, I'm from family of musicians back home in Nigeria. Started out in church and choir and all that. I've always loved music, you know what I mean? So, like, at my mom and dad's parties, I would always be the one, like, by the radio playing the CDs and stuff. Yeah. You understand? So I guess you could kind of say that's where it, it, it the dream got planted into me. Yeah. And obviously, it's kind of taboo in, <laughs> in 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 our, our community where you say you want to just do only music. You understand? Yeah. Like, even though, yes, we were a family of musicians. We were musicians from church. We only, you know... It was to serve God. You can't yeah. follow it as a career kind of thing. You have to yeah. go to school and stuff. So obviously, I came to South Africa and uh, varsity attacks. Um, had the opportunity to go to a few parties and clubs, and then there was this one particular DJ that stood out for me in 2007. Mm. DJ Poison. Yeah. I mean, that dude was absolutely amazing. I mean, you can ask anyone who is someone today about DJ Poison; they will tell you Poison was an absolute legend and Something sparked in me Like you know what I want to be like this guy Yeah You know what I mean Like But hey I'm still in school So I can't ditch school Do you understand I have to try my best To kind of Merge the two mm-hmm. Do you understand So I, I've started following DJ Poison around You know what I mean Trying to ask questions Trying to You know at the same time You were time, that nagging student Yo I was like, that guy bro I'm not gonna lie to you And he's just like Like oh, the guy was just guy like again. You know what dude? Like really dude Please just but I mean, that's the thing. I mean, if you want something bad enough, you have to go for it with everything you have. And yeah. I didn't care that he would tell me, yeah, stand next to me and don't move for like the next three hours and just watch what I'm doing. You yeah. understand? I would follow him to gigs where he'd play. I would carry his bags. I would literally just always want to be in and around that space wow, where yeah. I could pick up whatever it is. You understand? And mm. I didn't touch a CD player till about 2009. When he was like, you know what, bro? I think you've been following me around. You've been practicing. How long was that? How many? Like you, you said, you started following him in two thousand and seven. So it's about two years yes, of of just following, just yeah. following him everywhere. Just yeah. He would call me in the middle of the night, yo, man. I just heard this song. Look for this song. Try and download it. I need it by tomorrow. I would do everything in my power possible to find that song. Yeah. Do you understand? And ah. in the end, like it kind of, you know. I think he was teaching me some form of discipline. Yeah. Understand? Because he's a very disciplined guy, you know what I mean? Mm. So I learned a lot from him and even his work ethic, like that guy worked harder than the rest of, of them, you know what I mean? I'm not wow. gonna I'm not gonna lie, that dude really pushed and he really motivated me mm. to to also have that, you know, hustling spirit, that never say die, just keep on going kind of attitude. And yeah. yeah, that's pretty much two thousand and nine he came up to me one day and he's like, You know what? I've got the flu. I'm not going to stay long tonight. You have to play my set. Sure. Now, this is at Zanzu, back in the day when Zanzu was like the thing. Yeah. You understand? So, like, he's like, yo, I've got the flu. I need to jump on my set. And that's a 1 a.m. slot when the whole mm. club is packed. Yeah. Mind you, I've never played for more than, like... <laughs> in the deep end. 
seven or eight people. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Do you understand? And like, I've always just played like behind closed doors. Like, do you understand? And now at one o'clock is when he plays because he was like the the boss of yeah, friends at that yeah. time. Uh. So yeah, I just hey man, the first time I'm not gonna lie was an absolute disaster. But I mean, it's easy for you to after that with all the people making fun of you and telling you, yeah, you should have just continued doing what it is you were doing instead of this. You were making a fool of yourself, and you know what I mean. I I I didn't listen to any of that. I took the L, as they would call it. Yeah. And I just, you know, you know, I beat myself up for a day or two, and afterwards I had to kick myself back into shape and be like, you know what, man, this doesn't define you. You need to keep on going. Well done. And I kept practicing and I kept pushing and I, you know, I just made my whole life about music. Do you understand mm. what I'm saying? About knowing music, about listening to music, about collecting music, about playing music. You know what I mean? And I feel like that is kind of what kind of helped me. To a certain degree, to push forward in this career that I'm at right now. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, from 2007 till 2017, well, 2018, 11 years later. Yeah. I guess the hard work, as they say, will always pay off, man. Yeah. You know. What I Absolutely mean? amazing. That that that's the type of stuff I'd like to hear. Now, but tell me about um, the sacrifice now and the balancing act between trying to be an academic. And also then trying to fulfill this other dream that you had true, true. of, um, you know, of music and then being a DJ. Well, I managed to actually, at the end of it, as you said earlier, it's about like, you see, like those guys you were saying who spend all their time in front of a TV. Yeah. And I did manage sometimes to actually, you know what? Yes, I need to be a DJ. Yes. But this is also very important. So yeah. time management had to come into play. There were times when I would have to sacrifice gigs mm. that would pay. Mm. Just because I was studying to write a test tomorrow True. Or I was writing an exam Or I had an assignment to I had to be in the library You understand And there were times when You know what I mean I would ha have to Finish writing a test Go home Prepare a set Go to Zanzu Play Yeah It would have to Like you just have to Push yourself Manage your time To set to the extent Whereby you know that You know what At the end of the day I need to get both of these things done mm. Do you understand So whatever needs to go Like spending time with friends yeah, having a girlfriend was a problem back in the day because yeah, you couldn't, I couldn't do it, do all of that, you know. Yeah. So I guess you could say that's one. It's not, it might not be a major sacrifice, but you know, I mean, relationships. It's, it's a social with, sacrifice. Yes, yeah. relationships with friends. I mean, like, I at some stage, I think I only had one friend. Yeah, you understand, and that friend was like my cousin who was always following. We were together all the time. Yeah, you understand. Every other person that was around me couldn't handle the fact that yo, this guy's never here. Yeah, you understand. But mm. like, hey man, at the end of the day, as Terence said earlier, when you want something, no matter what, you just have to go for it. You know what I mean? Like, mm. it will make sense in the end. Yeah, the end will always justify the means. You understand what I mean? True. So that's pretty much the mantra. That's what I, I had to do to push myself and. I won't lie, it wasn't easy at all, but I mean, still got to keep pu pushing through, man. You know what I mean? It's interesting when you mention this um, part of you that had no friends. Um, someone once said to me, Tapel Mugwena, he's a, a well-known actor and so on, he and a producer. Uh, he said, when you are on the on your journey, like the real journey where, you know, you're trying to achieve your greatness, usually you when you're alone and you see around you there's nobody just know that you're on the right track because usually when you have a lot of people around you maybe you're not there yet you you're not lose focus. yeah you, you you're not 
because your journey is exactly that your journey not our journey so yeah, if there's a lot true, of people true. there it means that a lot of you guys are following somebody true. and it's that person's journey yeah. and you guys are just here for the ride for the ride exactly. you know but exactly. once you start to see yourself not really surrounded by too many people and you have a lot of alone moments just know that okay cool actually i'm on yeah. the right way yeah. now i'm on yeah. the right track true. uh i remember when those type of moments started to come in my life while I was a student, yeah. uh, and while the first part was really just uh, missing an exam, that's where it all yeah. started. <laughs> so what happened is uh, I I was on a roll, man. The Indians were asking me advice for this one module. I was that <laughs> smart in this particular module. Yeah. I thought I had this thing, you know. And uh, um, I. Let's say it's engineering week. That's what happens with engineers. You write all the things in one, one week. One, yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, we wrote the first one at half past five, the second one at half past five, the third one at half past five. So if we're going to write the Thursday, I'm already assuming ah, the half others have been half past five. This one's going to be half past five. Yeah. So I'm studying there. The Indian guy calls. Hey, Wiz, how do you do this? Ah, no, you do it like this and like this. Okay, yeah, thank you. And then he calls again. Hey, what about this one? Uh, page two, page 25. Okay, cool. You do it like this. And I explain to him and I explain to him. And then closer to Boma, half past one, he stops calling. And I'm thinking, maybe <laughs> he's fine. <laughs> I'm thinking, maybe he he's fine. Yeah, now he understands. And I make my food. I'm so ready. You know what Relax. I mean? When you're not even looking at a book anymore because you're ready. You, you're you making food. You're taking a bath. You're like, I'm so ready. You, know, I walk to the campus feeling like a boss. I get there at 5 o'clock. I'm like, mm, 30 minutes early because I'm so ready. And I call my friend and I'm like, yo, which venue are we riding in? We done. And he's like, nah. which venue are we riding what? <laughs> <laughs> the uh -oh. test for today, the electricity uh -oh. test. And he says, Man, we wrote that at half past one. I'm like, yeah, I will. And it's like, yeah, half past one. Don't tell me you. Hey, I dropped the phone immediately. And I find these guys chilling in the library and they're already pre preparing for the next, the next one. one. And I realized, oh man, I just missed an exam. And those type of things meant that now for the whole semester, I'm going to have to work double as hard because yeah. I had a zero for a certain exam exactly. that I didn't attend. Sure. And I realized from that point on that, hey, we on the same path, but we on a different boats. You know, we, we got on different shoes, as Drake would say. Yeah. We're not, we're not exactly in the same circumstances. Therefore, I can't chill with you guys True. because you guys have some marks and I don't. Even if it's low, Mara, you have something. Yeah. It's not a zero. Yeah. So I can't. And usually what happens when, and then that's where I got to learn a lot of life lessons because normally what happens in the group? Let's talk about now as varsity is about to start. Normally as a varsity student, you, you, you guys are, you know, you're rolling as four or five guys. And one of them says, Hey, I'm hungry. You're like, let's all go eat somewhere. It's fine. You're all chilling there. You have to go to pick and pay now because it's budget meals and you're on a buy your loaf, whatever. And you know, as guys, you're eating, you're eating, you're eating, you finish eating. Then one says, I have to send my mother some money. All right. Now let's all walk to the bank because this one guy's got to send money. And now we're all standing in the queue waiting for this guy to finish. He finishes and then one says, Oh yeah, um, I need to just uh, go get like I need to print out uh, a proof of registration for this other thing. All right, cool. Now we all go there. Our three-hour break 
is finished. Spend following you you, you spent following time. everybody else with their, you know, their Errands. little things. Yes, and that's pretty much that thing of being on other people's journeys. Yeah. Uh, uh, and that's what being in a group does. Uh, eagles fly alone for a reason yeah. and ducks chill together. Ducks don't get to achieve much in life. They just, you know? roam, around. <laughs> they just roam around. <laughs> you know? And 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 you gotta decide whether you're gonna have the eagle type of life or you know that that duck type of life. You know, be be a chicken. Chickens always roll in groups, <laughs> and you know, and eagles fly alone. And yeah. sometimes, if you want to be where you want to be in life, you gotta have those alone moments. True. So I think that that kind of ties in with what you're saying as yeah. well of yeah. of um, being Just lonely being at a, times a when you, yeah yeah. I mean that it 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 was sometimes it was it was. I mean, you. I chose to be alone, but most yeah. times I would look around me and be like, "Damn, like I've been alone the whole day." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, but that, no, that, that being said, I mean, they have been like my really close. I call them my family because we've kind of grown up together. They've yeah. always been there, even if it's just, "Hey, yo, what's up? How you doing? Long time. I see you doing this. Nice one. Keep pushing." You know what I mean? I mean, those guys. We we we, we have a group on WhatsApp called the OGs. Like, yeah, it's five of us, and uh-huh. we've, we've always like, no matter where, even because they also got their own things going on. But like, we always find a way to check up on each other and be there for each other when 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 we need to. And I think that that is essential in a way. It's like some kind of support system in 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 pushing your 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 hustle or whatever. Just somebody to check on you and be like, yo, nice one, bro. You can mm. keep on doing it Because yeah. it's easy to lose hope When you're by yourself You know what I mean Yeah Sometimes when you're alone In your thoughts Like if you take an L Like what I did in 2009 It was easy for me To just be like You know what Screw this man Let me just f- focus on school And finish Yeah But having such people around me Kind of pushed me to be like You know what man nah, It happened now It doesn't mean this is the end Keep on going man Yeah Do you know what I mean Where, where you are is not who you are You know what I mean So like mm. yeah You just gotta Never give up, man. Just keep on pushing. And I feel like without that spirit, it would have been very difficult. Well done, brother. Yeah, well you done. So much, you also deserve, you know what I mean, some applause. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. I like these guys Shout right out here. to the OGs. Shout out to the OGs. <laughs> you know, we got time for people who have time for their dreams, but who put in the time for the hustle. Because yeah. that's that's the other important thing. You need to put in the time. You need to sacrifice. For sure. And that's what you guys have done right here. And that's the type of people we have time for bless for 2018. Bless you know bless what I mean? That's the type of people that need to own 2018. Yeah. Small, you want to say something? Yeah, man. I, I couldn't just let the show finish off just like that, hey? Because... Um, Interestingly enough, the man that's sitting in front of you was yeah. um, Dick Burner. Yeah. He's the guy that actually, um, in my very early days of DJing, he used to really shout at me. He's the guy <laughs> that actually introduced me into the industry of DJing. Wow, yeah, yeah. He had the patience, you know. Yeah. There was a time that, um, you know, he would play music during the night. I was a bartender. And I would come to him and say, Dick Burner. Do you know this song? Do you know this song? It's like, yo, um, yeah, I've heard it, but I mean, you bring it through. And I would give him music to come and play music. Sometimes he would not play it because of his own choice. But um, over time, you know, when I actually said, I came to him and I said, you actually, I want to learn how to do this thing. Yeah. He's the guy that actually pushed me and motivated me. Even when I was playing horses, you know, he would make me play in the middle of the night when everybody's in the club. <laughs> and wow. my set would be haywire, but he would still be like, you know what, work on your craft, you'll Definitely. get better. Yeah. And, and, and I'm saying this because I appreciate the patience that this guy had on me. Because mm. if it wasn't for him and, and his patience and his advice, yeah. I wouldn't be the DJ that I am today. 
Absolutely fantastic. You know, he uh, and then Small helped me with my first DJ gig. <laughs> I was booked. To, I was booked to be an MC. Then all of a sudden, they said, "Hey, can you DJ?" I was like, "Oh well, for the money, yeah." <laughs> I had three days to learn how to be a DJ. Yeah, yeah, I was like, yo, Smo, I gotta yeah, learn man. how to be a DJ. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <some> <laughs> <crash> <laughs> costume. So it's amazing how the ecosystem works. Sure, you know, yeah, you help yeah. somebody. I mean, somebody helped me. So, I mean, there's no way. So, and I saw a lot of myself in him because he had that passion that, yo, man, yeah. I'm gonna disturb this guy until yeah. this guy actually listens to me. Well done. Do you understand? Mm. And, and it just, it just sparked something in me and made me be like, you know what, man? I just come through, man. Let's let's do this. Yeah. Man. Sometimes I would even get into trouble. Like, why are you letting him play now? He's supposed to play at ten. I'm like, just relax. <laughs> yeah. You understand? Yeah. You need to sometimes throw people in the deep end so yeah. it's put, bring out their full potential. You know what I mean? That's it. Because if that's you keep right doing there. stuff that's easy, you're never gonna learn much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We got time for people who have the same strand of DNA that sure. we have. When you sure. when you see somebody that reminds you of how you were before sure. you started, you have time for that person. True. So. You know, don't don't ever stop. Find that person that that's doing what you're doing right, that you want to do, and then just bother that person, man. Yeah. Eventually, when they start realizing that you look like how they look like, they're gonna have they time have for time. you, and that's I think something absolutely amazing. And you and you know, can I just share one more thing, Reza? I know mm. that we're running out of time, but it's actually quite profound. And the interesting thing, not only did I learn how to DJ from Deck Burner, I also learned leadership mm. because he, he's, he, when I came into the team of DJs where we, where we work, um, you know, I was the lowest in the rank and I learned a lot of things through hard in, in hard ways. Yeah. You know what I mean? And funny enough today, um, you know, he decided to do his own thing though with the way he wants to do it. Mm. But funny enough, I'm sitting at a place where he was sitting and I took over the reins. From, from him. Yeah. And everything that he taught me, I'm actually exercising it today wow. in terms of the sophistication of how the night goes, the type of music, which DJ, which type of music must play when. I learned everything from Dick Burner and today. Yes. Actually, I work with him, and sometimes I come to him and I tell him what to do. You know, true, that's how true. the wheel revolves, and yeah. I'm really yeah. thankful. And I'm actually sitting in a position whereby it's something new, and I'm really enjoying it. Because cool. of this guy that's sitting Bless there. You, Absolutely kid. fantastic. Well, uh, we got about three three minutes to go. Uh, we might as well just make this the bonus round. We got a hip hop man in the building. We couldn't just let him just chill here yeah. and not just flex on us a little bit. So I'm gonna play that song again a little bit louder, and then he's just gonna hit us with something. No matter what it is, man. If you want me to warm it up, I can start it off, and you can finish it off and take us to home. Yeah, All right, cool. Yeah, yeah. I'll do that. Okay, cool. Since we've been rapping, I've been mean, talking about hustling stuff like that. I just I might as well start like that. Started in the back seats, which you know about the four by fours in the taxi. Yabum Kulu and the grannies schooled us on the way to school about life. I'm still true to the Kasi. Now I'm chilling in my drop top, I'm sipping in Komasi. You're the outside looking in, and all I do with my team is win, man. This life's like a mirage. I came from living with the fam in the garage. Now I'd rather be balling, and my currency's not the only thing foreign. Cause I'm looking through Italian, just stepped on with the boss from Belgium. Verpav on touch Man, I'm shifting gears I put my French on clutch <laughs> Um swank on fleek My four-sprung is all through technique My flow's on leak But I still need to I heard the guy say preach No one man should have Yonkele power But all my life I wanted money and power hey, yo, My flow sounding like a 
yo, my flow sounding like, yeah, my flow sounding like a money breeze, yeah. Every time I spit in the mic, my flow sounding like a pornographic TDTs. Hey, now check me drop it out. Hey, call me Terrence K on the mic. Every time I'm in the studio, yeah, they feel me, yeah. I'm like Mike with his punches, yeah. They go in and they pass through. Hey, ever since I started rapping, niggas know me. One, two, on the mic every time I've been, hey, yeah. I started from a very young age. Really can't feel this beat, man. Yeah. Really not feeling this beat. This beat's not my vibe. Yeah, well, thank you very much, guys, for listening in. This has yeah. been the Unplugged and In Charge show. It's uh, right here on Clip Central. Thank you very much for listening all the way through to the end. We're going to do this every single week. This is it, the shortest hour of the week. And that's pretty much how we wrap things up this time around. And we're going to be back again, making it even bigger and even better. Thanks to 2018. Hey, what's up? My name is Bunta Mudisele, and you're listening to the Unplugged Radio Show every Thursday from 12 to 1 p.m. Bam, 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 bam!